Hello, everybody. This is That Sport John. I'm Clay Thomas, and it's mock draft time. Tyler Euston and Sam Abramson are with me and their mock drafts. So let's get right into it. Boys, how are we feeling? I'm feeling all right. Uh, as all right as I can be. Uh, draft's going to be a bit weird this year, you know, being all virtual and such. You know, players aren't going to be there to shake the grimy hands in person. But, uh, I'm very happy that it's still happening. Gives me something to look forward to. And uh, it's just a little sign that, like, the world is going to return to normalcy at some point, given that these players are going to be on NFL teams, hopefully to eventually play in front of fans. So, yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's, uh, it's like, the only real event we have left, more or less, during quarantine. Um, so I'm looking forward to it a lot. Tyler? Do you have any words other than hi this time? Um, you already know my answer. No. <laughs> no, okay. All right, so we're going to go right into it. Um, we're doing just the first round here for each of us. We're not going to the second round. As, as much fun as that could actually be, but that would take forever. And I'm looking forward to it. That would be a lot of research into that. Oh, I'm looking forward to it too. But number one, if you didn't do any trades – I'm assuming that we all picked the same guy. I'll go first. Uh, I have the Bengals taking LSU quarterback, Joe Burrow. That's pretty self-explanatory. They don't have a quarterback worthy of being a starter anymore, and Joe Burrow is the Heisman winner. And I don't know who else you would rather go with unless you trade all your picks, trade for a shit ton of picks in the first round. But, Tyler, who do you have? I also had Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU. (laughs) Um, He did win the Heisman. Obviously, so he is the best player on the draft in the draft, and the Bengals have to move on from Andy Dalton at this point. He hasn't really done that much. He's had a pretty decent career with the Bengals, but like in the playoffs, obviously hasn't won a game, hasn't performed to his up to his expectations. And you got to build around Burrow and AJ Green, um, and uh, John Ross when he gets healthy. Like that's a pretty solid. And Joe Mixon's there too. That's like a pretty solid core. You got to build around. Right. Samuel. Uh, as much as I like Joe Burrow, my uh, my number one pick is uh, former Boston College and Lawrence Academy running back and friend of Tyler Houston, AJ Dillon. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fucking with you. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, number one. Uh, <laughs> that was cool. Oh, I got that, that, you. I got you good. That, right. There's a hidden camera there. A hidden there. We got your reaction, bro. Who are um, you, Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, I am, yeah. actually. Yeah. You, um, you no, um, basically at everything Tyler said, Andy Dalton is not a terrible quarterback. I think he can probably start over a lot of other guys in the league, but that team is very much in need of a clean slate. They wanted that number one pick for a reason, and they're going to use it to get the clear best quarterback in the draft. And uh, I'm curious to see how the Bengals do after this year and how Joe Burrow plays. Because the hype is all there, you know? He has very high expectation. Amazing playoff run. The hype is there. He's probably the most pro-ready quarterback, in my opinion. All right. At number two is the Washington Redskins. And unless they would, for some reason, trade at all, I don't know why you would. They have no reason to. (laughs) 
they should I did take... not consider trades, to be fair. I neither. So. I, I did, but I was like, I'm just going to keep it simple for now. Cause there, nobody... were already, there were already trades, like, in the... It already happened, so... Well, yeah, I mean, I meant, like, from now on, from the 32 that's there right now. I just think it's too hard to predict unless you have, like, unless you know, like, teams' clear motives and what they want. Unless you're Adam Schefter. <laughs> or Ian Rappaport. I did, see, I did see a report about the Dolphins, like, not a report, but, like, why not go to Houston and say, take all three of my first-round picks and give me Deshaun Watson? Mm, I don't think the Texans would do it. I don't know about that. That wouldn't be terrible think, for, for the Dolphins. Texans would not trade Deshaun Watson after trading him. I, wouldn't I don't do know. If you're, Deshaun Watson, if you're Deshaun Watson, can you be happy right now? No. No, but like, like you still got. Would you be happy on the Dolphins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Devontae Parker. He's a homie. Oh, yep. That's it. Never mind. You're right, Tyler. Devontae <laughs> no, the Parker. Dolphin, the Dolphins. That's are the gonna bring up. players to Miami. Dude, they're on the come up. All right, all right. Back, back to what we're doing. All right, we can't stray off too far tonight. Devontae so, Parker. Washington is the second pick. Uh, this is quite obvious, which is arguably the best player in this draft. I have them picking defensive end edge rusher out of Ohio State, Chase Young. Chase Young is massive. He's six foot five, two sixty four, and is fast as shit. His feet are quick as cats, and you know he's just an all around amazing player. And I think for the he'll be like he'll, he'll probably be the best pick they've had since I think probably Sean Taylor Tyler um with the second pick I had the Redskins taking Chase Young defensive end Ohio State um he is as you said probably the like the best player in this draft um I don't know I don't know why they wouldn't take him um anyone would be happy to have him except the Bengals because they need a quarterback more but um Chase Young is just a man amongst boys in college even maybe in the NFL he's massive he's quick he can get to the quarterback he can stop the run he can he can basically do it all and the Redskins are definitely in rebuild mode and they really need someone like that to build around I agree I also had Chase Young surprise surprise um, when you have a team that is bad at just about everything, and you're obviously not going to take a, a QB after taking Haskins, you may as well take the best overall player on the board, who is Chase Young. Uh, he didn't play in the game against Clemson, right? As far as I know. He didn't play in that game, uh, right? No, I thought, I thought he did. Am, am I fucking... Am I just... I thought he, he might have sat out because of the draft, but um, we've seen players. I'm looking it up now because I thought like I heard that and I figured, damn, if he played in that game, like <laughs> no way Trevor Lawrence would have rushed. No, I think he did. Oh, he did play. No, yeah. he yes, he did play. Yeah, he did. He didn't have a very good game though. He, he only had one solo tackle. Yeah, never mind. Uh, so come. Point is, I'm going number two. <laughs> You're going all right. That's well it. Said, all right. Well said. All right. Well said. That a boy. All right. Number three is the Detroit Lions, and more or less, it's the same situation. You just got to pick the best player in the draft available, and at this point, it's obviously Isaiah Simmons, uh, linebacker, do it all man out of Clemson. He's as fast as his as his teammate Travis Etienne, which is freaking insane. All right, and I mean. 
if you don't take him, or if they don't take him, it's because they really want Jeff Okuda, because to replace Darius Slay, because they have Desmond Trufant. But in all seriousness, you you cannot pass up Isaiah Simmons. He's he's ginormous as well. He is six foot four, two thirty eight, and he can play like almost play a star position, which is kind of like a safety linebacker mix, which is freaky as hell. Um, so I think if you're Detroit, you're taking probably, in my opinion, the second best player in the draft. Tyler. Um, I'm having them take Jeff Okuda, cornerback Ohio State. Um, as you said, they got to have someone to replace Darius Slay. He was a stud on the outside. He had a really good playoff in that one game they played. Um, he's had a really good season. He can he can cover a lot of ground. I mean, he's he's going to be a solid player in the NFL. I think. Um, he's like he's six one. He's tall for cornerback. Um, he can. He can jump. He can get up there with the the big guys. So I think he can. That would be a big pick for them to start rebuilding around that defense, replacing Darius Slay. Samuel, Tyler, I think you're uh, in on the number three pick is Suede, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. You don't really think Okuda's gonna go number three. <laughs> You just don't want Isaiah Simmons to go number three because you want him to go number four. But I'll tell you something, Tyler. He's going number three. He ain't going to the Giants. The as an organization aren't necessarily the smartest as they do have the number three pick in the draft and they have not been very successful as of late. But they're smart enough to know that Isaiah Simmons is one of the best athletes that is going to be entering the game in recent memory. The man is very large and very fast, and you just can't pass up on him. Sorry, Tyler. And when that- he was at the Combine, I just want to add one more thing. I remember seeing his <laughs> 40 at the Combine, and we were having a very heated political discussion in the room that I was in, and... We just forgot that he was on the screen. And in the middle of his uh, 40-yard dash, we all just stop and look at the TV. And we're just like, holy shit. This guy. This guy's going to be real. Like, man. Legitimate player. Cannot wait for him to be in the league. Sam, that was a good transition you had there. Number four, the New York Giants... They don't have a secondary, so they're gonna take Jeff Okuda, in my opinion. Six foot one. I know Tyler said that's tall. That's 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 about average for corners, I'd say. In, in the not bad. It's not bad. Like, um, he's athletic enough to contest with the good receivers. All right, no, for sure. Uh, I think that the Giants are gonna have to draft him. He's one of the best players available. They have some. They have some. Average receivers, I think they're going to wait to go receiver later on in this draft. Probably in the second round. Or lineman. But I think... If... if I was hesitant to almost put Okuda there. Only because they could benefit from another lineman. Um, And there's definitely some quality offensive linemen in this draft. But I think Jeff Okuda is just that high of a value pick. That they'll go and take him instead. Alright, Tyler... Who are your dra- Giants drafting that you desperately so badly want? I have my New York Giants drafting 
Tua Tagovailoa. That what? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I haven't drafted Isaiah Simmons, linebacker from Clemson. <laughs> All your faces were like, "What?" Um, Wait, do you smell that? No, because I smell team. some cap. All right, so I haven't drafted Isaiah Simmons. He is what the Giants desperately need. He can play basically any position on defense. He can cover tons of ground. He's tall. He's athletic. He's quick. He can he can basically do it all on defense. Um, that's something the Giants desperately need. Um, there's been rumors that they might trade down, um, but there's also been there's just a bunch of rumors that they like Simmons is the guy they want. But I mean, if the Lions pass up on Isaiah Simmons and he's there for the Giants, I think they got to take him. All right, Sam. Your turn. Also, by the way, that joke was god-awful, but go ahead with your Giants pick. <laughs> um, whatever. It seemed right in the moment. Um, I think that the Giants... I Honestly, I could see them taking Okuda. Their secondary is not very good. They also have a <laughs> uh, trip offensive line, though. Have them lineman but a rather bold lineman and the reason why i'm choosing this line isn't necessarily because they're going to the one location the one location that i took into yeah my wife the one draft the one trade implication that i thought of was this one because i figured that they would possibly trade down so I didn't necessarily pick the best alignment, but I took uh, I put uh, Jedrick Wills out of Alabama for the Giants offensive line. Some drafts actually had him like top five, top six, not all of them, but I think he's a solid offensive lineman, and I think it's something that the Giants desperately need. They got to protect Saquon. So Jedrick Wills, the pick that I have, because that poor Saquon just. Um, He's going to get hurt one of these days again. Yeah, Mike always <laughs> yelled at me for the Giants offensive line last year. Yeah. He's so good. That was honestly he just doesn't like deserve so, them. That like, was, what do you want me to do about it? That I'm was not, I don't so them. funny, but like bad at the same time. All right, moving on to the Miami Dolphins, who we all know needs a quarterback. As Ryan Fitzpatrick is supposed to be at the end of his days, but I mean every year he just kind of finds some youth in his beard. Um, but I don't think that's gonna scare the Dolphin or sway the Dolphins' decision at all. I have them picking quarterback or Oregon Justin Herbert. He's six foot six, two thirty six. I think he is the second best quarterback in this draft, um, and I think he's got great size. Um, I think he's also pro ready. I think he's the be- second best pro ready quarterback behind Joe Burrow, and I think he's gonna be the guy to bring the Dolphins out of the mud of the AFC East and contend with the Bills either this year or for years to come. All right, Tyler, who do you have the Miami Dolphins taking? I have them taking Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback of Alabama. Yes, he is recovering from his injury. I but saw his videos. They look pretty. He looks pretty good. Yeah, he look, he's fine. Like He's recovering pretty well, but, I mean, the Dolphins really have nothing to lose. Like They're not going to fire anybody because they're not expected to do well anyway. But you can just give Tua some more time to really sink in what the NFL is like behind Fitzpatrick, have him recover some more before he really is ready to start. Um, 
they're not going to go anywhere this year, I don't think. But um, he's just a good, he's just the quarterback for the future for the next ten or so years, if they play it right, and he's healthy. Um, yeah. All right, Samuel, what do you got for us? I also have Tua Tagovailoa at number five. Seems to make sense. I don't know, Tyler, what he said. It's kind of hard to say things if someone already says everything for that player before you. But basically what Tyler said, year under Ryan Fitzpatrick might be pretty good. Seasoned vet in the league. Tua gets healthy. Eventually he'd take over. Sky's the limit for him. I can see that Dolphins team turning around pretty quickly. All right. So we're moving on to the Chargers. Uh, they need. They have a couple needs. They obviously need a quarter. They don't. I shouldn't say need a quarterback. I feel like Tyrod could be a. <clears throat> excuse me. Could be a good one-year stop guy. Tyrod. Tyrod. I whatever. It is Tyrod. Quarterback Taylor uh, could <laughs> could uh, suit them well for this year. I think he's been voicing his own his own opinions about out there. And I feel like the Chargers just don't want to take that risk with Tua because of the injuries because he can look healthy he can be fine but you never fully know until you see him get out there and I think they're going to try and uh, solidify or create excuse me can't find my words bolster their offensive line and I think they're going to take offensive tackle Jedrick Willis out of Alabama six foot four, three tw- 312 pound offensive lineman he's massive he's one of the best offensive tackles in the draft um, personally I think Will, uh, Werfs is better out of Iowa but nevertheless this is an important pick for them and I think anytime you pick a lineman top 10 it's it's a solid pick um, unless you just miss out on a once in generation player but nevertheless, I think the risk might be a little high for Tua for them, and I think they're going to go with Jedrick Wills. Tyler. Um, so I have the Chargers taking Tracy's boy, Justin Herbert, quarterback, Oregon. Um, I think he can they, – they say now that Tarad's going to be the starter, but I think Herbert can give him a run give him a run for his money in training camp. He can, Herbert can definitely start, I think, at the beginning of the season. Um, he's – that good. He went four years in college, so he's pretty experienced in playing football at a high level. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think he's his arm is insane. He can he'll get it to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams all day. I think. Um, I think that's going to be a good pick for them if they get it. All right. No doubt that would be a bad. That wouldn't be a bad pick. Sammy, boy, Abramson. I have. I have L.A. taking Justin Herbert. I actually personally think Herbert is going to be better than Tua. I think he's a really bright, intelligent guy who could have went to the draft last year but ended up staying in school. Very uh, intelligent guy. Uh, He was the T.A. for one of the hardest science classes at Oregon, which doesn't sound like it means much, but... uh, you know, not a lot of uh, Division One college players are able to keep up with the academics as well as being a full-time athlete, especially the quarterback. You know, a lot of responsibility there. Uh, great arm, super athletic. I think he's going to be great. 
And a team like Oregon, too, they seem to... I mean, at times, it's like you look at the quarterbacks that they've had and who's come into the league. Like, obviously, Mariota didn't, didn't work out. But I look at this Oregon team in particular, and I don't think that they were too special besides Herbert. And I like to take that into consideration when looking at quarterbacks. I think a, a lot of times when quarterbacks come into the draft and they're on programs that aren't as good as the other, like Alabamas and Auburns, LSUs, and they still play well, I think their game translates a little bit better, almost like a, a Josh Allen type, like not playing for like a super big school, but still putting up those big numbers. Obviously, Oregon's a big school, but, you know, they're not – they weren't the best program in the past like, two, three seasons, I'd say. All right. I like your analysis there, Sam. All right. So now we're getting in, get getting into some picks that we may all have a little bit different. Um, we don't have, like, the obvious big names that are out there uh, that we all kind of have the general idea of where he's going. But for the – Panthers, they have a, they have a few needs there that they need to settle in or settle. I think defense is one of them. Their defense is lacking last year a lot, and I think they're going to take Derek Brown out of Auburn. He's a six foot five, three hundred twenty six defensive tackle. He is huge. He is strong. He's very quick on his feet, and I think he'll be um, a new force to be reckoned with in that NFC South. I think he's going to pose problems for Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and. Um, why am I blanking? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, yes, thank you. Um, I think he'll pose big problems for him and for any center or guard that he has to face. Tyler, who do you have the Panthers um, choosing? I also haven't taken Derek Brown, D-lineman out of Auburn. Um, you basically said everything. Um, he's a monster. The Panthers desperately need a, a big guy like that on the defensive side to rush the pass here, stop the run. Um Especially now that the NFC South is actually like a pretty good division offensively on the offensive side. You got to have somebody like that to build around and try to stop all those superstar players. All right. Uh, so I have the Panthers taking Kuda. Uh, I think he's a, more like a 3 4 kind of talent based on how the cookie crumbles in this draft with so many quarterbacks so high up in mine in particular he fell to seven uh panthers defense not so great secondary secondary in particular don't think is very good i personally name too many players on there i think he'd fit in just great on the panthers all right i like your analysis again all right so Moving on to the Arizona Cardinals. Their defense, in my opinion, also needs fixing. Um, they have, they've already got DeAndre Hopkins. They have Kenyon Drake and Kyler. Their offense is pretty set. They may go tight end, I, I would feel like, at some point later on in the draft, maybe the second round. Uh, watch out. S- Santana Moss's kid. You never know in that second round. Imagine that offense with him. But Santana Moss? Did I say San- uh, Randy Moss's son? My Randy bad. Moss. Well, I just said uh, Santana Moss. Wow. Santana Moss. God damn. Santana Moss. Oh no. Okay. What? No. Excuse me. That was that was very gross. Excuse me. Okay. Sorry. With the eighth pick, I have the <laughs> St. Lu- or the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> selecting Clay Clayvon Chasen out of LSU. <laughs> he what? Look at Tracy's background. 
I'm not looking at his background. I'm trying to do this, okay? He He's a very good defensive player. He sets the edge. He does everything right, and I think he'll be a new force to reckon with in that Arizona defense, and I think he's a step in, He's a big step in the right direction for them to change their team around. All right, Tyler, who do you have been picking? Um, I have them going back on the offensive side. I haven't taken Jedrick Wills, Jedrick Wills, the offensive line from Alabama. You got to have some guy – I mean – they have some decent offensive linemen, but you gotta have another guy to protect Kyler, especially in his second year. He's still young, Kyler. He's still developing. You gotta have a big guy like Wills up front to protect against the mean pass rushers. So yeah. All right, Sammy boy. I have Derek Brown. I'm not gonna repeat what's already been said. He's a great player. They could use him. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. So with number with the ninth pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars are the holders of that, and I think they're gonna go offensive line and take tackle Mecky Becton out of Ole Miss. I think that he is a big help to um, protect. Ole Miss. Went to Louisville. Louisville. Sorry, I'm. I'm. My mind's not totally Louisville. right right here. Louisville. Resnick. Resnick. <laughs> Resnick. Hey, Resnick. Out of, out of Louisville. I think that he'll be, be yeah, a great Mickey piece. Bear. Can you Man. let me talk? <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you Go done? On. Are you done? Okay. Yes. I have the Jaguars taking Louisville tackle Mackie Becton. I think he's going to do great things for that Jaguars line. I think that he'll protect their, quarter, their great quarterback um, so that – Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, that they can go off and fix that offense. That's the first step. And provide a lot of lanes for Leonard Fournette. All right, Tyler. I actually have what might be a surprise pick for some people. I haven't taken C.J. Henderson, cornerback from Florida. Um, Jalen Ramsey has been – how long has he been going from Jacksonville? Like two years? year? Was, was it last year the first year? Yeah, but so they still need a guy to kind of replace him. They don't really have much in that position. Um, C.J. Henderson is a he's a very solid player at Florida. Um, I haven't really like seen him play, but from what I've heard and what I've listened to, he's he's six one as well, like Okuda. He's athletic. He can he can get the job done on the defensive side. Uh, right, for same. Jacksonville. At number nine, I have wide receiver Jerry Judy out of the out of uh, Alabama. I almost said Ohio State for some reason. Alabama. Um, I think the I actually really like uh, DJ Chark a lot. Not the biggest uh, Westbrook fan, DD Westbrook. That is um, not Russell, obviously. Um, I about Russell. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm talking about the the. Uh, the wide receiver um not the point guard um but i think he'd fit in pretty well there give them a bit more depth that position i think they could have used some help there this past year especially when shark was hurt for a while so i think he's a really talented player played for bama skilled players usually pretty well in the league obviously i'm i'm doing him all right with the 10th overall pick is the Cleveland Browns, and maybe they get a 
top first round pick right again for once. Um, I think that they're going to go with another LSU man, uh, Patrick Queen, linebacker. Uh, six foot two twenty nine. He's very good. He's very skilled. I think he's a high commodity in this draft. I think a lot of people are looking to get him, and I think that's what the Browns are going to do. They need to fill in the linebacker role after losing Joe Schobert, and I think Patrick Queen is a great option to do so. Tyler. I also have an LSU linebacker, but it is Kalevon Chason. 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 Um, he is he's six four. He, like you basically said it. Like they need a guy in the middle of the defense to run it. I guess. Um, he did tear his ACL in twenty eighteen. I just read that, but he's recovered nicely as he's had like two really good or a really good season last season, and he's NFL ready for sure. And the Browns. Their offense is fine. They're still kind of rebuilding that defense a little bit, and that's a good piece to start, I think. All right, Sam. Uh, yeah, I think the Browns do have some holes defensively, and I think they obviously have a lot of skilled players on offense, and they're not going to get rid of Baker, obviously. He thinks he'll do well. But I think one of the things that they do need to work on is their offensive line, which has had some troubles, even though their run game with Chubb was solid last year. Their line was not the best. So I have Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Georgia linemen typically are pretty solid. They usually have good running backs and good lines. Those usually correlate pretty well. They also have the best running back in the draft this year, arguably, I would say. I think those correlate. So I have him. They need offensive linemen. All right. He's one of the top ones on the board. Then we got pick number 11, the not the great, the dismal New York Jets, who I still think need a quarterback more or less, but I don't think they're going to do that this year. So I think they're going to go with the best receiver that's available in the draft. I think they're going to go with Alabama wide receiver Jerry Judy. And I think Jerry Judy, Chase, is very happy about that. Six foot one, one ninety three. I think his route running and his ball skills are head and shoulders above everybody else in this draft. Um, even if Henry Ruggs is a great receiver, I think he's just the second best in this draft. I think Jerry Judy is going to be great. I think it's going to help Sam Darnold out a lot. Um even though I still think they made that mistake, I'm never gonna let that. I'm never letting it go. But I think he'll help Sam Darnold out a lot, and hopefully Le'Veon, so it can open up some space underneath, and so teams don't just um, load up the box. But I think this is something that's gonna really, really help this Jets offense. And then I think later on in the second round, you'll probably see them take a lineman um, to help that passing game out a lot more. All right, Tyler. I have the Jets taking C.D. Lamb, wide receiver. Ooh, Roma. Um, I have him as the first receiver off the board. I mean, I know Jerry Judy's like ridiculous. Like they're both really good, but I don't know. I just saw something different in C.D. Lamb. I mean, he's. I feel like he could be the guy that could replace Robbie Anderson. Sorry, Tracy. Um, but um, he's he's six two and a half. It says he's he's quick. He's athletic. He's he can do it all basically. You saw that that tape of him in the combine making that ridiculous catch. Um, I think that'll be huge for Sam Darnold to get that guy on the outside and uh, work around that offense, around Le'Veon. So, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Sam Well. 
I actually also have the Jets taking CD Lamb uh, for a lot of the same reasons. Actually, I actually I think he's really tall, really fast. He can catch the deep ball. Uh, I think he'd work perfectly. System. He's um. I think him and Roby Anderson would be great together. He's, uh, Anderson's not there. I, don't know. I think he's the what? Anderson's not there anymore. That's what I said. No, actually, I wasn't listening to what you're saying after that. I said he's, he's, is he actually not there anymore? No, don't fuck with me. He got traded. Wait, what? Okay. Wait, what did you just say? Roby Anderson's not on the Jets anymore. No, I didn't know that. No, you know he's that? no, he's not. Where is he? where is he? He's on the Panthers. He's in Carolina. Yeah, he's on the Panthers. Damn, I got exposed real <laughs> bad there. Well, I think he'd still be good on the Jets. And now they have even less wide receivers, so <laughs> works even better. All right, I'm good. All right, all right. Hey, we all have our moments. I have like three of them in this night, so it's whatever. At number 12, we have the Oakland Raiders, and I think they're going to have to replace uh, the Antonio Brown debacle. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Oof. Another another mess up by me tonight. It's just not new. Like, it's not nor- normal. I know. It's still weird. But it's like, like, nobody plays Las Vegas. It's weird. Nobody has ever. Unless it's you're turning in, like, into a sports town. It is. It is. Turning into one. They already have crazy. the Aces there. Who? The who? WNBA. Like, come on. Shut up. All right. I have them taking... They have a hockey team, too. Yeah, their hockey team's actually pretty good. They have a good following. I have them taking Oklahoma wide receiver CeeDee Lamb. Now, I think Henry Ruggs is definitely the second best wide receiver, but I think that Oakland's going to pick CeeDee Lamb just out of maybe just a gut feeling they have. It's kind of a toss-up, really, so I think that they're going to go with him. There's no wrong choice between either of these three and I mean if you only have Lamb and Ruggs available then you have then you can just take basically coin flip and see which pro day you like to watch more so I'm gonna go with CeeDee Lamb to the Raiders <laughs> Tyler I have the Raiders taking Jerry Judy wide receiver Alabama um I think you can never really have Derek Carr doesn't really have as many weapons I mean besides my boy Tyrell Williams um but uh, Jerry Judy's, as I said, he's he's a little shorter than CeeDee Lamb, but he's just as just as good. Um, he can he can work really well alongside Tyrell on the receiving side and help Derek Carr out a lot in the red zone, especially and just in general. Um, he's probably the best player on the board. After, I guess it's like what you said, if the Jets take Jerry Judy, the Raiders will take CeeDee Lamb and vice versa. So, yeah. All right. Sammy Boy. Uh, I have the Raiders taking uh, Clavon Chasen. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Out of LSU. Uh, I'll be honest. LSU's defense was a little shaky a few points last year. They relied on the offense during a few regular season games. But at some points, they looked pretty solid. And I think it's a lot because of this guy. Uh, Really big. 254. Pretty fast, really strong too. That's the one thing that I've been hearing about him a lot. He's just like a really like well built guy, and I think he'd fit in on Oakland pretty well. All right, moving on to the San Francisco 49ers defending NFC champs, who blew the twenty to ten lead in the Super Bowl. 
I think they're going to pick the best receiver available after losing some wide receiver, or Emmanuel Sanders. I think they're going to go with Henry Ruggs III. The other Alabama wide receiver, although that's a little shade to his name. I shouldn't say the other wide receiver. One of the two best good wide receivers out of Alabama. He... Is another he's a speed guy. He's 5'11", 188. He'll be a great addition to that offense. It's kind of like another Emmanuel Sanders, probably just maybe a little bigger, I think, in my opinion. But I think he'll fit in well, and I think he'll provide help to Jimmy G out there. And I think that's going to be a good pick for them. All right, Tyler. Um, this might be a surprise, perhaps. People might think he would go higher, but I have him picking Mecky Becton, offensive line from Louisville. Um. Joe Staley is 35, so his time in the NFL looks like it could be coming to an end. He can go along Mike McGlinchey very well, I think. Shout out to Clay, Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, you guys touched on it before about Mackie Becton. He's he's massive. He he can block. That's basically what you need as an offensive lineman. You have to do that to protect the quarterback, especially Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I mean, their their running game was really good. I think last year, but it could be even better. I think if you have Becton, and you can get Garoppolo more time as well. So yeah, he's the best player available, and that's who they're going to take. I think. All right, Sammy boy. Uh, I also had uh, Henry Ruggs the third. Won't rehash too much. I think he's great. Very athletic. Not the biggest guy in the world. But uh, I honestly could see him being like a more of like a slot guy. Honestly, he's what like 5'11", 188, 190. He he can almost be like a like an Edelman type on that team. They could use something like that in San Francisco. Maybe like a more specific option for Jimmy G to go to, which I think he can be used to, especially when he was in the Patriots system when everything was like very calculated for him. And then once he went to San Fran, his uh, quarterback game dropped. But not that he played many games for the Patriots, but I think he'd be good there. All right, solid. All right, so at number 14, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the new look Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How did you guys like the uniforms, by the way? Do you like the new look, the new old mesh kind of a look there? Brown ones look kind of like poop. I'm not going to lie. It's like the future actually like getting new uniforms now. I think the Browns are releasing one on Wednesday. Yeah, they are. I think I think everyone's just bored. They get one every year, the Browns. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I understand Tampa Bay making one because Tom's there and he probably didn't want to wear the ugliest jersey in the NFL. And I actually overall like the other two. But with all of these teams making new jerseys, it's not because they actually want to. It's because people literally have absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> well, and I think with some of them, like, it's like, oh, we'll make jerseys, and people are like, ooh, look at this, new jerseys. You I know? think part it's of it's because like- Nike's trying to rebrand some of these teams. I mean, Tampa, it, it's kind of like one of those things where you see in history where teams get something new and nobody likes it, so they go back to something else, go back to something old. I mean, like, you've seen, we've seen it in other sports. Like, I know the Phillies did it. They used to always wear, be like the what they look like now. They used to always look like that. Then they went to maroon and light blue, and then they just went back again. I mean, it happens all the time. What do you guys think of the uh, the new Colts logo? It's not it's not their new it's the a, big it's, like C. A, it's a secondary logo. It, I yeah, like, but, yeah, but still, I like it. And they like like we 
modified our uniforms. It's like you barely change the numbers and stuff, but I mean, whatever. I think the C looks kind of dumb. I'm not going to lie. Nah. What do you say? The Falcons got new uniforms. The Browns are releasing one on Wednesday. The Rams are. The Rams are. Patriots are supposed to have new ones too, actually. But, but that's been news for a while. That's, yeah. an, al- that's an alternate. Oh, the Patriots are going to have, like, new, new uniforms, though, supposedly. Wow. Supposedly. Wow. Rumor has it it's going to almost look like a, like a early 2000s Patriots jersey, like a pre-Tom Brady, which I think is funny. That's Like well, a Drew Bledsoe jersey. That's the 90s. Almost. Like a, no, but like, or like late 90s, early 2000s. They didn't wear, like they the, didn't, I know what you're talking about. Tom Brady was on the Patriots in 2000, and he's worn the same uniform since. No, but they still had the, uh, you know the jersey I'm talking about, right? The light blue with the giant logo on the shoulders. Yeah, Tom Brady still had those. That like wasn't the their main uniform, though. That was an alternate they wore maybe a couple times, but that that wasn't. No, their they main wore those. No, but the, those were permanent jerseys at one point. Yes, but not with in the 2000s. Right. That's what point I'm trying to make. Okay. No, but in the early 2000s, not in the majority of the 2000s, like 2000, 2001. In 2000, they didn't wear those. I'm okay. telling okay. you. All right, let's move on. Let's All move right. on. Yeah. Crazy just said shut up. So like, well, just said shut up. Not here. So. I read it. I read it. You read it. <laughs> All right. I just want to make a point. I think the Falcons uniforms are dope, except the red faded ones. That just looks like some peewee football team shit. All right. That's all I'm pointing out there. And I like the well, pewter. They have the uniforms from the longest yard. <laughs> They're pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. I think that the box pewter uniforms are pretty sick. All right. The Denver, or no, I should say we didn't even do the the Bucks. The Bucks pick at number fourteen. I'm thinking, you know, they need help at running back. They need help at O line, and I think they're going to help out um, Barber here. And I think they're going to pick running back out of Georgia, DeAndre Swift. I think he'll be a good um, second or second running back for that depth depth chart, and I think he'll bolster that running game a lot as a, another good ground and pound kind of guy. All right, Tyler. I wasn't expecting anybody else to do that, but I also did DeAndre Swift from Georgia. <laughs> Ooh. Um, as you said, like he he is 5'8", five, 5'9", five, but we've seen players in the NFL dominate at that height. Um, and he's had a great college career. He can go well next to, next to Ronald Jones and behind Brady. He could be a third down back to start. That's fine, but he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have a pretty good career. Um, maybe stays with the Bucks. Um, their offense is already pretty lethal now with the addition of Brady, and um, to get a good running back next to behind Ronald Jones could be beneficial for them. All right, Sammy boy. I have uh, Makai Becton falling to fourteen. Makai. Uh, who- Quite situational, but uh, the Bucks do need help on the offensive line, especially with Tom there. They're going to want to protect him. Not quite as mobile as Jameis Winston. Not that Jameis is the the fastest quarterback in the world, but I can assure you that Tom Brady is slower. I've watched a lot of his games over the year. Not the fastest dude. So Tom's going to need that protection. So Makai Becton. Solid. All right, at number 15 is the Denver Broncos. And I'm going to say here they're going to go with 
Georgia O-lineman Andrew Thomas. I think they're going to have to help out Drew Locke there and protect him to get his career going, and I think Andrew Thomas is the smart and viable pick. Tyler. I have them taking Henry Ruggs III, wide receiver from Alabama. Um, he can be a really good piece along Cortland Sutton. Henry Ruggs III is, what is it, like 5'11", you said it earlier. He's very fast. He can play in the slot. He can play outside probably. Cortland Sutton is a tall receiver. You can throw to him in the red zone. He's solid, and he can have it. Um, if Sutton gets double teamed, which he probably will because he's the top receiver now, look for Ruggs to get a lot more looks, a lot of looks this year. Um, that's going to be a solid pick for them to help Drew Locke out as well. Another good option. All right, Sam, back to you. Uh, where are we? We're at Denver? Uh, Denver, yeah. yes. Uh, I also did a wide receiver for Denver. Not the same wide receiver. I did T. Higgins out of Clemson. Ooh. Uh, this is a guy that I actually really had a lot of fun watching last year. I watched quite a few Clemson games. So, obviously... I always saw carrying the ball. Uh, bigger guy, kind of the opposite of Tyler. Uh, similar to Cortland Sutton, obviously. But I think that that's a team that had a pretty surprisingly solid defense here. And I'm not the biggest Drew Locke fan, but if you can put the right pieces around him, you never know. They can, they can stay in some games and maybe – pull off some wins if they can just get a couple more skilled players on the offensive side. And I think he can be that person. I'm not high on Drew Locke, but I think he's certainly got some potential. We just haven't seen much of anything from him. Like I'm really not. The sample big, the sample yeah, size is very small. You're all right. Yeah, he didn't play very much. But All right, at number 16 at the halfway point here, <laughs> excuse me, the Atlanta Falcons need some cornerback help. They just lost Desmond Trufant. Their secondary wasn't all that good to begin with, and I think they're going to go with Florida quarterback, cornerback, C.J. Henderson. I think that he will be a great pick for them. I think he's another top corner that can be um, revered in this league for years to come, and I think this is a solid and easy pick. Um, I have the Falcons taking Patrick Queen, linebacker from LSU. Ooh. Um, I just looked him up, and he's 18 days older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting old. August 13th, 99. Um, he's a lot bigger than you, though. Yeah, he, yeah, no, he's six one. Um, he's a big I mean, boy too. you guys said it earlier about Patrick Queen. He's him and him and Chase on were a ridiculous duo at linebacker last year for LSU, and they're both gonna strive in the NFL, I think. And the Falcons, the Falcons do have some decent linebackers. They have Deion Jones, so coming back from those injuries, they still have Tack McKinley. But um, as I said, Deion Jones, he's been hurt a lot, and you need a guy like Patrick Queen to come in there, and if he gets hurt again, step up when the time is right. Solid, Sam. I also had C.J. Henderson for the Falcons out of Florida. Um, I didn't watch too many Falcons games last year, but one of the things I noticed is that they gave up a lot of passing yards, got killed on a lot of big plays. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't a question of like – I mean, obviously their defense is just abysmal. I just think that they need to personally go and get a corner – and C.J. Anderson is probably the best corner on the board out 
of those that are left. All right. So why not go with him? All right. At number 17, I don't like this team at all. They're pretty trash. They're pretty. Me too. Me too. They're pretty shitty. Dallas Cowboys. And I think they're going to have to fill cornerback as well. And I think they're going to go with Jalen Johnson out of Utah. He's not. He he was. He's been a big name ever since the end of the season. His draft stock kept going up, and after the combine, it went up even higher. And I think after losing Byron Jones, and their secondary was already not that great last year, I think, I think this will help revive it and revamp it for them. And I think they're gonna go and get him now that they gotta cover uh, some other guys that are gonna be drafted probably by the division rivals in this team, especially with this type of wide receiver wide receiver group of this draft and that mm, a couple teams in that division need some wide receivers not to mention the Redskins have a have three second year wide receivers that are going to be coming into their own all right Tyler um I have not taking Yeder Gross Matos <laughs> that's a line from Penn State um the Cowboy he's 6'5 he's 265 he's massive um they do have they got they just got Gerald McCoy um he's 32 though so they're gonna have to maybe move on from him he might retire soon but um Gross Matos 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 is he's pretty good Penn State he's gonna he'd be a he's fill he'd fill a big need for the Cowboys I think on the defensive side of the ball um their linebacker core is pretty good um they still need cornerback help but um they're going to go with the defensive line here, I think. All right, Sam. Uh, boys, right? Yep. yep. America's team. Uh, Shut the hell up. Are they not America's team? No, wait, wait. Not. Are the Cowboys not America's team? Am I thinking of a different team? They're not wait, America's they're team. I mean, they kind of are. They're not. Know. Just kidding. Of course I don't think that they are. <laughs> They actually have the best jersey sales outside of America, so they're actually the rest of the world's team. Mm, next, like, like next to Mexico. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, what, what's your point? Uh, Christian Fulton, uh, corner out of LSU. Their defense isn't that terrible. I just think that, I don't know, he's good. He's on the board. This is the point in the draft where it's really hard to predict, I think. <laughs> and we're, Gonna, no, I still think it's hard to predict at this point. There's gonna be trades. Well, yeah, we don't know what's like happen. a bunch of. We don't know who's. We, we truly don't know what these people are thinking. Like the GMs can be are thinking totally different things than what we're thinking. No, yeah, they could. Yes, exactly. Because like everyone thinks that teams have certain needs in certain places, but we don't know, like what these people are having conversations with, like wh- what players and coaches like what they're talking about what the expectations are for their team and I don't know I just I think they can use a corner Christian Fulton is the guy in my mock draft at least alright next up at 18 is the Miami Dolphins and I think after drafting their quarterback I think they need to bolster the offensive line and I'm taking in my opinion the best offensive lineman in the draft out of Iowa, Tristan Wirfs. He's six foot five, three twenty. He's huge. Out of the Big Ten, I think he'll be a great addition to that offensive line. I think he he's very good at in the run zone blocking uh, up the field, and I think he's going to be very. He, that's one of his best traits, and I think he's going to be very good 
for Jordan Howard down there in Miami. All right, Tyler. Um, for the Dolphins' second pick, I also had Tristan Wirfs, offensive lineman from Iowa. Um, as they drafted their quarterback at five, I took Tua instead of Herbert. Um, even if Tua doesn't play this season, it's good to just build the offense around those two guys. I think, along with guys like Devontae Parker and Jordan Howard, um, they could they could be pretty good in a couple years if all those guys are healthy and they do they do what we say in the draft. They do but, what uh, we say. Um, I mean, yeah, Tristan Wirfs. You said it before. He's he's really good, um, and he could be beneficial for the Dolphins to protect Tua if they draft him. Solid. Sammy Boards. Uh, Dolphins, 18 pick, Alabama cornerback Trayvon Diggs. Uh, I actually thought the Finns' defense at the end of last year wasn't that bad. Uh, they're not the deepest team though defensively, so I think anyone can use another good piece on the secondary. I think uh, I actually do think uh, Flores is a great defensive mind and he's definitely trying to probably build the team on the defensive side of the ball in the draft especially if they if I do have them taking Tua earlier so I'm gonna go for uh, Trayvon Diggs wait yeah (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Trayvon Diggs at Alabama. Yes. All right. At number 19, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. I got it right this time. We got them again, and I think this time they're going to have to go with defensive line uh, to help make their defense better. Their defense is not that good. Um, I'm going to have them taking out of South Carolina, J- Javon Kinlaw, defensive lineman. He is six foot five, 324 pounds. He's huge. He is massive. Um, he's got a great club and hip, uh, club and flip, I should say. I'm sorry. Um, he's very, he's very uh, violent with his hands and from the jolt of his feet. He's 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 insane. Um, he's he, he's just so powerful. Watching him, he's he's massive and he can just blow through the offensive offensive lines. And I think he's going to be a force to reckon with and bring back that edginess the old Raiders used to always possess. All right, Tyler. The Raiders' second pick, I also had them taking Javon Kinlaw, defensive lineman, South Carolina. You basically said it. Um, it took I had them taking Jerry Judy earlier, offensive line help out Derek Carr. Now they got to go over to the defense at the side of the ball and make that better, I guess, <laughs> um, by taking Kinlaw. He's 6'5", 6'6". He, I don't know, he's, he's just a monster, and that's what the Raiders need on the defensive side. Sammy Boy. Uh, for the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders at 19, I have another LSU player. Uh, since in a pattern, a lot of LSU people in this draft going early. Uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, six foot one wide receiver. I think he would uh, fit that receiving core pretty well, especially since uh, Renthro not the biggest guy in the world so they can use a bigger guy to you know get those 50 50 balls up in the air fairly athletic guy had a great season last year we'll see how he does without the best quarterback in college football and see how he plays with i don't know Derek carr 
But um, <laughs> I, I think he's the best option for them. All right. And now we're going to pick number 20. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars again. And I think they're going to have to go D-line as well. I think they go – Tyler already tried this one, so let me give it a shot. Yet, yet or Gross Matos, uh, D-line out of Penn State. He's another big guy, 266-65. Uh, he's another guy. He posted. He had 35 tackles for a loss last year and 17 and a half sacks as a two-year starter. Um, it's pretty impressive. He's very good. He's he's obviously in, on the interior line, and I think he'll be good for Jacksonville to help make their defense better than what it used to be. And I think this is the first step. All right, Tyler. Um, with the Jaguars' second pick, I have him going offense. I'm taking Andrew Thomas, offensive lineman from Georgia. Um. You got to have a big guy like that on the offensive side to protect Gardner Minshew in his um, his second season. Uh, he's you guys already mentioned it before. He is six five. He's he's a really good run. He's a good blocker, I should say. Um, and that could really be beneficial for opening up running lanes for Leonard Fournette as well and protecting Gardner Minshew at all costs. So I think that's what they're going to do with their second pick. All right, Sam. I I have the Jaguars taking a defensive lineman, Uter Gross Matos, out of Penn State. Um, Really good year last year. He had 35 tackles, 17. Big 10 football. Defensive players sometimes have bigger numbers, particularly D linemen. But I think he's a really solid guy. And... um, in the first round. So, I'm going to the Jaguars. The Jaguars' defense wasn't terrible last year, but it's just based on how I look at the rest of the draft in the first round in particular. And I don't know anyone else is going to take him. So, either he falls further or he goes earlier. I think he's going to go in the first round, though. All right. At number 21 is my Philadelphia Eagles. And the Philadelphia Eagles will hopefully select. I'm praying this happens. LSU wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Six foot one, 202 pounds. Coming off of a national championship, he had a great year. He helped out Joe Burrow a lot. Joe Burrow helped out him a lot. He's he's a great route runner. He's got initial he's got a great burst off his snap. Um, watching him in the combine, watching him in his games. He's um, he, he's he can go up and get the ball. He's got an, an insane catch radius. If you saw some of the things he did at the combine, it was it was pretty nice. Um, if you just watch the game tape, you see you see the incredible catches he makes. And I think this is a huge one, and I think that it'll be a big piece to help out Carson Wentz to not play with practice squad players anymore. So that's a big one for Philadelphia. Tyler. Um, I also have him taking a wide receiver, but I have him taking T. Higgins from Clemson. Um, the Philly, the Phillies, the Eagles <laughs> desperately need receiver um, because the ones they had before can't catch the ball. Um, and T. Higgins can catch the ball, so that would <laughs> help Carson Wentz out a lot. Um, but going from uh, Trevor Lawrence to Carson Wentz is, is big because Lawrence was always healthy. And uh, we don't know about Wentz. Sometimes he can get hurt, but uh, when once is healthy, he's good, and he can get to against the ball. 
um, that would be a really beneficial pick for the Eagles. So, yeah. Fun fact, they still have Alshon Jeffrey. He's still on the team. Um, so it would be a crowded – not a crowded room. If they would stick with Alshon and Jeff Justin, it would be the wide receivers of Alshon, Jefferson, and uh, Greg Ward. Higgins. No. No, 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 no. Not Higgins. All right, Sam. So I all agree that that team in Philadelphia – needs people that uh, have two hands that can catch balls. Unfortunate, <laughs> uh, Justin Jefferson was in my draft. I actually initially had him going to the Eagles, but, you know, when you change your mind on one player, all the other wide receivers might move up depending on, you know, who goes where. So I have going to the Eagles, Jalen Rieger out of TCU. Uh, I think at this point, out of the wide receivers that I personally have left, it's hard to tell. But this guy put up pretty solid numbers last year. Granted, Big Twelve wide receivers, you know, anyone can anyone can get a thousand yards in the Big Twelve. Clay probably could. Tyler probably could probably get like a hundred maybe. Um, but out of the guys left on the board, I think he's the one for them, but we can all agree that they definitely are going to take a wide receiver. There's, there's a lot of different ways they're going to go about that. Not a lot. I should say they're going to either take a wide receiver, a lineman or a linebacker. If they take a linebacker, they're going to take the guy to Oklahoma, which is fine. But if they, they got to take a wide receiver, um, and if they take a wide receiver, you got to take one out of the SEC because that's the bread and butter, and that's basically the NFL's farm system. Or the ACC, like T. Higgins. No, T. Higgins is going to the Minnesota Vikings at pick 22. And I think he's going to replace Stephon Diggs, and I think he's going to do everything Diggs is supposed to do that he was doing, and I think it'll just be an, an easy swap in and out for him. So, Tyler? Well, I have the Vikings taking Justin Jefferson <laughs> at 22. Um, he would be a good guy to replace Stephon Diggs and go along with Adam Thielen and give Kirk Cousins another weapon. For him to blow it on Monday nights? Yeah. All right, Sam. Uh, all right, I don't know about you, what I'm feeling, Queen, at 22 for the Vikings. Uh... I think he uh, – it's one of those scenarios I actually think the Vikings' defense is necessarily the worst, and they don't need to take a linebacker. But I think I see this guy on the board, and I don't see him dropping too much further. And he definitely has the potential to be better than almost anyone else on that defense or anyone else playing his position on that team. So, Patrick Queen, 22, for the Minnesota Vikings. That's a little far. That's a little far. Do you think he – I'm surprised you think he's going to drop that far. But I think you guys are going to think I let this guy – surprised I think this guy's going to fall this far. 23 for the New England Patriots. As long as he stays healthy, the replacement for Tom Brady in Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, I think – I think – if the Dolphins go with Herbert and then the Chargers pass up this year and take a lineman, 
Nobody else is going to draft Tua that needs a quarterback. I mean, there's not many people that would really have to. I don't think. So I think. I mean, I can only, get into it with with my pick, I guess. The only. The, right, the, you know the, what? The, the only team. Hold on. The only team I think that could potentially take him in between all that, actually two, would be the Falcons or the Raiders. But I don't think that either of them will take him because I think they're going to give Derek Carr one more chance or and then the Falcons are just going to ride with Matty Ice. But I think there's a potential that the Patriots are going to be able to get Tua if the Chargers don't take him. Now, there's still Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts there to take as well if Tua's not there. And I'm kind of guessing that if Tua's already taken, they're going to take one of the other two. All right, Tyler. Sorry, Sam, I'm sticking in the order. <laughs> Which leads me to my pick of Jordan Love, quarterback Utah State for the Patriots. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, God damn it. He is 6'4". He's tall. He's athletic. He has a good arm. We've seen quarterbacks play at small schools like Josh Allen succeed in the NFL. Um, so I like to, I'm the one that says that. <laughs> Jordan Love. Jordan <laughs> Well, you said Oregon was a small school, so that wasn't false. No, 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 that's not what I meant. Oregon's no, not I, a small school. Hold on. Roll back. Rewind. Rewind the tape. I did not <laughs> say out, Oregon was a out. small school. I, I did not say that. I said that they weren't as good of a program over the last few years. Well, I said Josh decent. Allen went to a small school. Rewind the tape. <laughs> Do not listen to what Tyler Eusen says. This is this is libel. This is freaking libel. <laughs> I can listen to that again and see if you actually said it, because I think you did. Um, I did not say it. Hey, let, let the man speak. Be the pick here for the Patriots. Maybe not start him right away. Maybe you do. I don't know. They have Jared Stidham. I don't know if you really trust him. But uh, the Patriots actually really need a quarterback now since Brady's gone. And I think they're going to take love. All right, Sam. So, <laughs> in 2020, <laughs> the quarterback for the New England Patriots is going to be, drumroll please. I'm not drum rolling for you. No one's drum rolling? Fuck no. It is. Jarrett Stidham is going to be the quarterback of the Patriots. The Patriots are taking LaVisca Chenault Jr., wide receiver <laughs> out of Colorado. What? No. He's my pick. No, they're not taking – I don't – I mean, maybe it's that I don't want a quarterback, but I actually trust Jarrett Stidham a lot. Why? I think he was really good. In, he's a great player. He's a tech – he's a high school Texas football player. So he already knows what it's like to play under pressure. He had a great. He wasn't amazing in his last season at. at Where did he go to school? Auburn. Auburn. He went to Auburn. I don't he even remember that. He, he beat Alabama in in the year they won the national title game. Uh, and right. he's um he's a great player. He lost to UCF in the last game of the season that year, but that UCF team was pretty great. Um, he put up really good numbers. As many games, but that wasn't necessarily all his fault. He's a full player, and from what I've seen, what he can do at a professional level, season it's hard to say that. Hold on, hold on, hold so on, hold take on. Take into consideration. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back from what you said about from professional level. You kind of skipped out there. Fix your Wi-Fi. No, 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 no. Well, 
So I want to say this first. I want to say this first. No, no, just repeat what you said because it kind of from a professional level, from what I've seen in the preseason, it's hard to argue that anyone else that I already have on the board is going to be better than what Jared Stidham is right now. Because Tua is already taken in my draft, as is Herbert. (sighs) It's hard to say that, like, I don't know, that Jordan Love or Jake Fromm or Jalen Hurts is going to be that much better than what Jared Stidham is. Okay. In my opinion. I can see the case for Jake Fromm, but not the other two. I don't think Jalen Hurts is that good, though. That's the thing. I don't think Hurts is good. I think he saw an opportunity to go to a school that he knew he'd be able to have very padded numbers. And when it mattered most, I don't think he necessarily showed up every single time. He was a great quarterback at Alabama, too. No, he wasn't bad at Alabama. I didn't, I, I don't think he's a bad college quarterback. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I just don't think he's the guy. I don't think he's the guy for the Patriots. Did he win a Heisman? Hurts? I don't think so. No. Or no. Never mind. No. no. No, he didn't win a Heisman. He was there, though. Yeah. He lost to Joe Burrow. Yeah. He was the early on pick, like, week two or week three. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then Burrow, like, skyrocketed and went off. Joe All Burrow right. became... So there's there's a lot of speculation for the Patriots. All right, moving on to number twenty four. Wait wait wait. What? Talk about for the. <laughs> oh really? Wait what? Never mind. You know what? Fine. Uh, I think that. Sam okay, Bradford. Base- Why? Why? Wi Fi is terrible. Yeah, you're skipping again. All right, what do you, what do you want to say? I wanted to talk about my wide receiver for the Patriots. Oh, yeah. LaVisca Chanel. That's right. Uh, All right, my bad. He did have to talk about that. All right, talk about it. Yeah. I think that they need wide receiver, clearly. They were lacking there last year. Granted, Edelman was hurt the whole year. Mohamed Sanu was hurt for most of the season, too, which we didn't know when we made that trade. That's neither here nor there. I uh, looked into this guy a little bit and gonna make a stupid pick for my own team. I'm gonna make a, do a little bit of research for this one. Uh, out of Colorado, big dude, athletic. I don't want to compare him to Gronk. I think that's stupid, but I think you need a bigger guy to play against bigger players to almost go into that role. Obviously, I'm not gonna say that this guy is gonna be that person. He's not even a tight end something for the Patriots to look into so I think they should go for a bigger player so that's what made me choose I also wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots take Cole Komet at 23 as well um, I wouldn't be surprised about that either he's the best tight end in the draft so and you take Denzel Mims <laughs> alright so at number 24 is the Saints the Saints don't really need to fix a whole lot of anything I think that they're going to go with Zach Bond out of <clears throat> Wisconsin. He's a linebacker out of the Big Ten, six foot two, 200, I'm choking up, 238 pounds. He's got quick hands, and he's he, he's great. He's very fast. He can get around blocks. He can make big-time plays, and I think that he'll be a big uh, help to that Saints defense. I think they're going to be fine either way this year. I think that he'll just be another factor that adds into it. Tyler? I also happen to take Zach Bonham. Um, um, DeMario Davis is still a really solid linebacker. He is 31, so he could be on the decline soon, but he's still playing at a really high level. 
And once that happens, I think Zach Bond can fill that role really nicely. So, yeah. All right. Sam? Number 24 for NOLA. I have linebacker Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Uh, uh, Saints defense definitely improved over the last couple seasons. Still not quite there yet, though. I think they could use a good linebacker. I think he's the guy. I could see him falling a little bit further because, like, I don't think the Saints necessarily – like, I'm not confident that they're going to take him necessarily, but – I think he'd be a good fit for the team. Solid, solid. All right, and back to the Vikings. I think they're going to take Trayvon Diggs at cornerback. They need to replace Trey Waynes, and I think that he's the guy to do it. He's mainly the best one available at that point. He's six foot one, two hundred and five pounds, out of Alabama, and I think he'll be um, another good acquisition for them and to uh, replace Trey Waynes at on their defense. Tyler. I have him, the second pick, I have him taking Jalen Johnson, cornerback from Utah. Yes, replace Trey Waynes, but also Xavier Rhodes, who I don't see on the, on their roster. He's so, not on their roster anymore. Yeah, so, exactly. So, Xavier Rhodes was once a really good cornerback. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam. And, and um, Oh, my bad. Yeah, Jalen Johnson is, he's a solid player. He is six feet. Um, he did go to Utah. Not like the best competition. Um, they do play Oregon though, but uh, I think to replace cornerbacks like Waynes and Rhodes, you got to get a guy like Jalen Johnson. All right, Sam. So for the Vikings' second pick in the first, I have them taking offensive lineman out of Iowa, Tristan Wirfs. Um, big, big boy, 6'5", 320 pounds, big Iowa guy. So, um, you know, already took a guy for the defensive side. Just don't think they necessarily, you know, they're obviously not looking for a quarterback, not looking for a running back, probably not looking for too many more players. They can probably use some help on the offensive line. Check Dalvin. He's- All right. <laughs> Your Wi-Fi cut out again. I'm not going to ask you to repeat, though. <laughs> but uh, the Dolphins at number 25 or 6, we have – they need – they signed Jordan Howard, but I think they're not going to make him the sole running back, obviously. So I think they're going to go with Wisconsin running back Jonathan Taylor. We all know his capabilities. He was a runner. He was – He's supposed to be the Heisman winner last year, and then he didn't have the year he was supposed to, but I think he still has those big play capabilities. And I think he'll be a huge addition to the Miami Dolphins offense. And I think along with Justin Herbert, if they draft him, Jordan Howard, Devontae Parker, and um, Tristan Wirfs, I think their offense becomes very good and very, very competitive in that AFC East. All right, Tyler. I also had to take Jonathan Taylor. Um... Sticking with the offensive side, taking Tua, taking Wirfs. Just build the build around the offense in the draft this year, I guess, for the Dolphins. Um, they do have Jordan Howard. Um, he is still a pretty solid running back. He can get the job done. But you can have Jonathan Taylor maybe as a third down back, just like with DeAndre Swift going to the Bucks. Um, in my draft. Um, Jonathan Taylor is still a very explosive back. He 
is has like records a lot of records at Wisconsin, and I think he can not break records of the NFL, but still run just hard and just as well. All right, Sam. Uh, Tyler, you actually just had me change my mind, and even though I uh, I don't think Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift. I'm actually going to put Jonathan Taylor over DeAndre Swift and I'm going to have Jonathan Taylor going to the fins because I for uh, the guy the uh, running back that he is he'd be a great fit as maybe even eventually a a first down back on that team and uh, I think he's pretty durable he played at Wisconsin for a long time he's very he was uh, in the talks like the best running back in college football for the last like two, three seasons. Very proven player. Just been starting for a long time. You can argue maybe that means that he has a couple more miles on him. And uh, that could that could be an argument against him, but I think he's a very proven player. Pretty, pretty sizable for a running back. I think he'd be a good guy to eventually become the number one back. Miami. All right, all right. Hopefully, uh, Jordan Howard doesn't get injured injured again and have the same repeat re- repetitive events as last year as he lost his job after being injured and then being healthy and just not playing. But next up is number twenty seven, the Seattle Seahawks. I think their line is desperately needs another pick or another offensive lineman, and I'm going with. Josh Jones out of Houston, six foot five, three hundred nineteen, a big boy. He's another good lineman in this draft. This draft is full of amazing offensive linemen, and I think he's another one. And I think he's going to help protect Russell Wilson a lot. And I think it'll be big for them to get their running game back when they have their normal healthy running backs again, like Chris Carson and and uh, CJ Process. All right, Tom. The Seahawks taking AJ Epineza, defensive lineman from Iowa. Um, looking at their roster, they're, obviously their linebackers are still solid with Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright. But uh, their D-line, they need they need help desperately, I think. And Epineza's 6'6", 6'5", from Iowa. Um, he's a big man. He's athletic. It says here that he scored over 1,000 career points in basketball, so he's an athletic dude. Um, and he's a guy that the Seahawks could desperately need in their defensive line to – Get that going again if they don't resign Clowney, of course. But uh, definitely get definitely look into that. All right, Tyler or Sam, sorry. Yeah, I already went. Sorry. I uh, I also had them going in the route of someone on the D line, and uh, not a Hawkeye, my favorite college football team, but uh, Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. Is the guy for me? Uh, I don't know too much about this guy. Got to be honest. But I looked into his numbers. He's pretty solid, and in the SEC too. Actually, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm gonna take that back. South Carolina is not in the SEC. The ACC. Um, no, plays has had a lot of experience against good teams. He plays really well against good teams. I saw he played pretty well against Clemson the past couple of years. Losses, but he personally played well. Uh, very big dude, 6'5", 325. Wait, no, South Carolina is SEC, right? Yeah, I said that. <laughs> Why did I think they're ACC? Who am I thinking? Because North Carolina is ACC? You have Clemson. No. 
They do face Clemson though, right? Yeah, well, they yeah, face Clemson, Clemson every year. See, but they're because they're clearly South Carolina rivals. Yeah. Okay. That's and then that's what I'm thinking of, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Point is, big guy. They need a defensive lineman. He's the one. All right, and at pick. Number 28, the Baltimore Ravens. I have them taking Oklahoma linebacker Kenneth Murray. I think their defense could definitely use him. They're a little they're a little soft at linebacker. He's a big he's a forceful player. He's very good. He's 241 pounds and he's fast as shit. Um he averaged nearly 15 tackles for losses over the last two seasons and for a linebacker that's very very good. Um and I think he's going to be a big big um bolster to that Saints def- or Ravens defense. Tyler? Um, I also haven't taken Kenneth Murray. This is a really good linebacker class this year. Um, he is – I have him as, like, the fifth linebacker taken off in the first round, which is pretty insane. Um, he is athletic, as Clay said. Uh, Oklahoma, obviously, Big 12 defenses aren't that good, but he shined out of mostly anybody in the Big 12 on defense, and I think he could be a key piece to that – middle of the Ravens defense. All right, Sam. Uh, so for the Ravens, I actually go the defensive route. Like people would think I actually went with KJ Hamler, wide receiver out of Penn state. Uh, he's a slot receiver, which they don't necessarily need. But I think one of the things that you need to consider with the Ravens is that their pass game was a, Well, in terms of their wide receiver depth, I'd say it was a bit hidden behind the fact that Lamar Jackson would create time for himself and people would would find a way open. I think Hollywood Brown having him wide receiver isn't going to be perfect for very long. They uh, they're not going to get. I can't see them winning with him being their best option, and I'm not saying is the answer but he's a piece that you can add to that offense and he'll they'll definitely all right so for the titans at pick number 29 i have um i can't read i have them taking ross blacklock there at at d line as they do not have Gerald casey anymore and i think he's going to be a quick Easy fielder. He's at a TCU, six foot three, two ninety. He's very athletic and very agile. Um, he has amazing lateral quickness, which is huge playing the D line, especially going, um, going, going gap to gap. I think he's gonna be a gonna be a very very good player for them, and I think he'll be another long time defensive tackle to fill their, fill their out their defensive line. All right, Tyler. Um, I also have a TCU defender, but it is Jeff Gladney, cornerback. Um. The Titans' secondary is good. They still have Kevin Byard and Kenny Vaccaro at the safety position. Um, they have a Dory Jackson and Malcolm Butler cornerback, but um, they can still they, you can use as much help in secondary as you need. Um, and Jeff Gladney's a he's six feet. As I said before, the Big Twelve isn't really strong defensively, but Kenneth Murray was like a standout. And Jeff Gladney, of course, TC wasn't the best college football team, but. Jeff Gladney stands out um, from that defense, and I think he could be a key part to that tight secondary in the future. All right, Sam? So my – where are we? I'm sorry. Um, We're at 29, right, the Titans? Yep. I have uh, Joshua Jones, 
O-lineman. Uh, it's a little late for him. I think you guys both already said him, right? Out of Houston? Yeah. I didn't say, I didn't say him. Oh, really? Clay said him. I did. And it is kind of low for him. People had him going a little bit higher. And it's hard to say that it's necessarily going to be the Titans taking him. Obviously, their run game was very good last year. Their offensive line isn't terrible. But also, you need to take into consideration that their running back was Derrick Henry, very good at breaking tackles. Don't necessarily need to put as good of an O-line. I mean, obviously, you need a good offensive line. But um, maybe I think their offensive line was a bit hidden behind the ridiculous athleticism of Derrick Henry. Don't forget and it. I think. What, what? Don't forget about losing Jack Conklin. He is now a Cleveland Brown, which is a big. big oh, game. true, true. Yeah. So, so this pick makes a lot of sense. Uh, true. Even more so. Yeah. Yeah. Joshua Jones. Yeah. Fuck his head. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think Joshua Jones would be a good fit on Tennessee. All right. Pick number 30. The Green Bay Packers, I think they're going to need another wide receiver to match Devontae Adams, and I think this is where LaVisca Chenault Jr. comes in. Six foot one, two twenty-seven, big body wide receiver out of Colorado. I think he'll be a good guy to be a to be their 50-50 ball guy. I know Adams is their speed guy and can run great routes, and I think that Chenault Jr. is going to add to that red zone threat or big plays that are needed across the middle or along the sidelines. Tyler? I also had not taken LaVisca Chanel Jr. Um, you basically said it to go along. They When Devontae Adams was hurt, Rodgers didn't really have many options at receiver. Um, so this is a big pick for them to get a solid receiver who is 6'2". He can dominate in the red zone, catch goal line fades, do anything. He's pretty quick. Um, it would be a good pairing to go along to Devontae Adams and help out Aaron Rodgers in the passing game. He's going to be a Patriot with Jared Stidham. But, um, <laughs> Relax. Sam. Number 30 for the Packers, I have uh, Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. Uh, this is actually a guy that I like a lot. I uh, There was, for some reason, I watched a lot of Wisconsin games last year. I don't really know why. But I saw this guy play a lot. I thought he was pretty solid. Um... Packers have had defensive struggles over the last few seasons, to say the least. Uh, and even though Rodgers wasn't necessarily the one that saved them last year, and maybe it was Aaron Jones, they could still definitely use some help on the defensive side. Zach Bond is a very talented player. I think he can be he can do be some help to the Green Packers. All right. And at 31, the defending NFC champs are back again, and I think they're going to help out Jimmy G again, and this time it's going to be with his protection. I think they're going to take Michigan O-lineman Cesar Ruiz. He's another big boy. He's another another one of these great offensive linemen in this draft, and I think this guy's side-to-side lateral movement is a very, very good and very impressive. He can mirror anybody that you put in front of him. And I think he's going to be a great pick for the Niners, and I think it's a smart pick going forward with um, protecting your quarterback. Tyler? Um, I have, well, with their second pick, I, they, I hadn't taken Trist, uh, Mechie Becton with the 13th pick, and now I haven't taken Ross Blacklock, defensive lineman from TCU. Um, their defensive ends are insane, as we all know, but their defensive linemen, um, it needs a little bit of help, I would say. Um, they don't really have a star 
defensive lineman, defensive tackle that can stop the run. I mean, the defensive ends, of course, like Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead and D4, they can all do that. But they got to have a big body inside to stuff the run. And uh, Ross Blacklock would be a good guy to do that. He's 6'4". And you said it before, Clay. Um, he is He's a solid player on defense. And the Niners can use that. You can never have too many defensive linemen. He's a solid pick, I think. Yep. All right, Sam. I also had Cesar Big out of Michigan, seven pounds. Wait, yeah. And um, you said Cesar Ruiz. Yeah. Sorry, your your Wi-Fi cut out again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's tough in my house. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cesar Ruiz, Michigan. Three to seven pounds. Good guy. Can always use help on the O line, even as well as they did in the run game last year. Talent that you can't miss out on. All right. And moving on to the final pick of the first round, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. I have them picking cornerback Jeff Gladney uh, out of TCU. Tyler, you said it best earlier. Um, I think he's he's going to be a good, another good player that helps out their defense, that makes their defense better. He's a he, he's a well-rounded cornerback, and I think he and I think his biggest thing is his. Um, his tackling capabilities, which is which is always amazing for any corner to have to be able to tackle. So I think they're going to go with Jeff Gladney to round out the draft. Tyler, who do you have the Chiefs taking? Um, I also am taking a cornerback, but obviously not Jeff Gladney because I already said that. So I haven't taken Trayvon Diggs from Alabama. Um, you basically said it. They need cornerbacks. They're they still have Tyron Matthew at safety, but their cornerbacks are pretty pretty thin. Their position. Um, they need a guy like Trayvon Diggs to, I don't know, dominate, I guess. He's 6'2". He's, a, he's pretty tall for a cornerback, I'd say. He's athletic. Um, he had a, he's, a, he's related to Stephon Diggs, so he has football background, football family, and uh, I think he could fit well in Kansas City in the secondary. All right, Sam, last but not least. Final pick of the first round. Uh, I do agree that the Chiefs definitely do need some help in the secondary, but there's a particular running back that I still have on the board. And who I believe DeAndre out of Georgia to the Kansas City Chiefs. DeAndre Swift. Am I still lagging? Yeah, you did again. Did you say DeAndre Swift? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Edit it out. Edit it out. I said to uh, yeah, second time. Um, third, because he's going to the Patriots too, actually. Um, no, uh, DeAndre Swift is the final pick for me. I think the only reason why I didn't have him going earlier is because I think he's a little bit small. It's a little bit bold to take him so early. But I think him and Damian Williams together would be uh, pretty solid. Uh, very different play styles. I think they'd be able to do a lot with the both of them. All right. Well, that'll do it for this mock draft. I do. Ha- I will be having more podcasts with a couple more people about pod- about their mock drafts. I will potentially make another one, I believe, just to make it a little more interesting. See what else I can come up with. Um, but we will see how our picks for outcome draft draft time which is next week starting next thursday it's a virtual draft it's not going to be as exciting as it normally is um 
But nevertheless, the draft is soon coming, and I was appreciate I appreciate you guys for doing a, doing one. Um, I know it's not the easiest thing in the world. It, it is fun though. You gotta admit. Yeah, it is fun. Tyler's shaking his head, yes. Uh, man of many words. All right. Uh, thank you guys for joining me on another one. Um, you're always welcome. Always glad to have you, boys. Thank you.